Hey folks, you're listening to an episode of Cultural Lenses, a show about life from the perspective of an Indian man who grew up in the Middle East and is now living in Canada. Cultural Lenses is hosted by Nikhil Chodimela, otherwise known as LR11, or more simply as LR. The theme song of Cultural Lenses was made by good friends of LR, Revelries. You can find them on Spotify and also on Twitter at Revelries Music. And finally, to keep up with LR and all of what he does, make sure you follow him on Twitter at LRThe11, on Instagram at LR11, and on Twitch, where he occasionally streams at twitch.tv LR11. Enjoy the show. Episode of Cultural Lenses. This is episode 33, and I'm your host, Nick Hill Chodimel, otherwise known as LR11, or more simply known as LR. As the intro would have told you. I don't know why I had Glenn recorded if I'm gonna tell it to you every time. Anyways, welcome back. Uh thank you very much for bearing with another week off. Uh things have been poopy. Very, very much so poopy and very not so nice. <laughs> and uh yeah, today's episode is going to uh, maybe be, unless I get a little ranty and a little mouthy, uh, a shorter episode, a more self-reflective episode. I know I said I wanted to go into um, the situation with the Indian farmers, but I, it's going to sound bad, but I genuinely don't feel like it because um, things haven't been bad per se. Uh, like I'm alive, I'm healthy, my training is going fucking great. Um, my physical training and the habits I'm building, um, being active. Yeah, I've been I've been getting out cycling more. I've been skipping rope that I'm using more. I'm gonna go buy some resistance bands uh, to do some home stretches, home exercises, and um, I have a gym membership now. And the gym that I'm going to has some pretty, uh, uh, pretty strict uh, COVID procedures. You can only you have to book in advance, and you can only book for an hour at a time, and then they take about thirty minutes between each set of bookings to to clean down everything, and they only allow so many people in at a time. Um, so like you know that's going. Uh, I'm I'm seeing my body change uh, in ways that I didn't think I would ever. Um, my arms are getting toner, which was part of the motivation with with for why I'm I'm getting a tattoo soon. Oh, by the way, I'm getting a tattoo soon. I um, put down the deposit a couple of weeks ago, and uh, this episode's coming out on a Wednesday, so the tomorrow, March 11th, is when I will be getting a tattoo. So pictures should be on my social media somewhere whenever you hear this episode. 
um, at some point. The pictures will come out. Um, and there's a few other things that I, I sincerely can't uh, disclose just yet, but things are going, you know, okay for the most part. Um, and and I was making plans of doing specific types of content with specific types of people. Um, once we were through uh, Black History Month and me uh, celebrating, elevating those voices, which were very, just very much needed because Black History is American history. So by the way, go ahead and scroll back and go through some of those episodes because I think I did a great job of delivering information and not giving my own spin on things too much because that's all I really wanted to do is learn about um, black culture and historical figures and I think we covered a good variety but um, the, the, there are so many more people than you, you need you need more than a month to cover an entire group of people and an entire culture and an entire society anyways Black history is uh, American history, and that should be a standardized thing, not reserved for just one month. But I was going to do a bunch of things, uh, or at least attempt to reach out and do a bunch of things with a couple of people, but a couple of w weekends ago, I, I don't even remember how long ago now, uh, um, it's two weekends ago, I think, I found out a friend of the community passed. He um, he was somebody I knew for a while, and, and this is the uh, community that I first found when I when I first found Twitch, and I was entering the world of uh, video games and its presence online. And um, this was back in twenty fifteen, I think, twenty fifteen twenty sixteen, when when I first interacted with him. Um, We called him Indy. He was he, he was a good man. He was, he was always very positive. He was always very nice. He was always very loving to us. And um, me specifically, I wasn't super close with him, but he was still very much a foundational part of me being in this community, of my foundation in this community. Um, because he is uh, one of the OGs, uh, for lack of a better term, of that community. And the OGs of that community, a lot of them lived in the same area, and a lot of them got to meet up, hang out, and do plenty of things over the years together, game a lot over the years. And I was just a, a little bit more involved bystander, for the most part, because I kind of branched out and found other people and kind of, you know, I, I kind of did my own thing, but I would always go back there um and we learned uh that you'd pass and kind of kind of hit me hard um you know for better or for worse uh grief is not something i have a lot of experience with and i wouldn't say i've, I've been struggling to deal with it but I think um, it's death has such an interesting tone to it now, because he 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 wasn't much he wasn't much older than I am, right? Um, and by no means am I trying to make make this uh, entirely about me. Uh, his or it's it's just these are some of the things that 
I thought about one of the things that I thought about was, is I'm not ready to leave. Because it could happen at like the reality of it, uh, if if we're just being objective and if we're just being blunt, the reality of it is that anybody could pass at any moment. Um, there, you know, regardless of whether you're spiritual, religious, atheist, what have you, uh, the reality is that uh, anybody could pass at any moment, and I'm not ready because I still have much more to do. I've got a lot more I want to do and share and experience. And so that scares me. Um, and so even even slightly before that, to like compound on, I I, I don't even know. I, I don't know how to explain how I've been feeling. I've been okay. My current situation makes it hard for me to... Uh, it makes it hard for me to do what I want to do um, and that's very vague and I know you probably have no idea what I'm talking about but there's a lot there's some immigration stuff that I'm dealing with that I have to wait to resolve before I can move forward with my with uh, with a lot of things in my life right now um, besides the pandemic yeah that's always gonna, that's gonna be around for a while but things have been challenging it's a good word challenging and this kind of uh, compounded onto that. So I've just kind of been all doom and gloom because the the shock and the sadness kind of comes and goes in waves. When I first heard the news, I uh, I didn't I didn't know. How to, I think that whole day I was just kind of sitting there, just at my table my desk at my computer because I didn't, I couldn't, couldn't be real, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I hope whatever happened, I hope his family's doing okay and I hope they find some peace. Uh, I know he was struggling with some stuff and I hope he gets to rest peacefully now. Um, the, uh, upside to all of this is that I finally reached out and I now have a, um, therapist. Um, I found them through a, uh, site that acts as a resource for those who can't afford therapy or afford to pay full price for therapy. Um, and it's very much like an honor system kind of thing. Um, so I'm going to put that link in the description for anybody who wants it, because right now everybody's going through their own things. Everybody's struggling in their own respective ways. Everybody's facing and dealing with their own challenges. And if you have some time and if you have a little bit of money, there's nothing better to do than to invest some of that into yourself. Because you, you have to carry yourself through your life. You're the one that is going to persevere and and stand through a lot of your challenges and hardships even if you have people around you even if you have a support system you still do have to you still have to do a lot of that heavy lifting yourself and so taking some of that money if you have available because therapy is unfortunately a privilege it is a uh uh not in terms of like the therapist side but in terms of the way structures and society is set up therapy is a privilege 
Um, it is, it is, uh, something you need to be fortunate enough to be able to afford. Um, and, uh, if, if you have that privilege, taking, taking some of that and investing in taking some of that money, you might have lying around investing into yourself. Um, it's highly recommended. Only, I've only been through one session and, uh. It's interesting. Um, I've 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 done an episode about uh, my past experience with counseling and therapy, and the different counselors I've had, and uh, the different things we've uh, tackled and solved together and overcome. Um, and so, with the with the new therapist, there's always some uh, rapport to build, some groundwork to lay down before we can start um, building up and uh, out. My mom always, my mom always said. Uh, uh, no matter what we do in our life, anything anything that we do always relies on strong strong foundations. Our career, our skills, our goals, our uh, hobbies, um, they all come from. Uh, you you have to build them bottom up. You have to lay down the strong foundations and understandings of certain things before you can build on top of things and layer on top of that. And so very much is how you view yourself, or at least this is sometimes a mental image I have is. Uh, we're, we're each, you know, our own individual buildings with, uh, or castles or palaces or whatever, building of so, of sorts. With uh, different decorations, different details, different intricacies. Uh, sometimes, sometimes things get broken. Sometimes things um, get a little worn out. And all it takes is a little bit of love and elbow grease. That's, uh, that's all it is sometimes. And that's what uh, therapy counseling uh, is. It's helping you identify those places that need a little bit more love and attention and applying some of those details to it and taking the time and effort, you know, conscious effort to to patch those areas up. Um, it always made me think of I, I know I'm ranting here, but bear with me. But it always made me think of... There's this Japanese art. I think it's called Kinbaku. Uh, no, Kinbaku is Japanese, is, is bondage. Uh, it's a style of BDSM. That's not what I'm thinking of. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm not particularly against it, but uh, let's see. Japanese... Uh, Kintsugi, uh, Kintsukuroi, golden repair or golden joinery, is a Japanese art of repairing broken pottery by mending areas of breakage with lacquer, dusted, or mixed with powdered gold, silver, or platinum, a method similar to the maki-e technique. Um, and that's what I think of, you know, any kind of therapy or like mindfulness or anything that's really focused on you investing in yourself we we go through as people we go through wear and tear um nobody's ever truly broken we're just sealing those patches up with what what have you with gold silver or platinum and we go from looking like a a plain bowl or a plain vase to something with a little bit more flavor with a little bit more character a little bit more spice a little bit more variety it's these differences not only in uh in our culture in our ethnicities in our 
orientation and our likes and our dislikes, but it's also these differences in our character and our experiences that make things more interesting between people. Um, it's these differences and experiences that also help you understand different perspectives and grow and learn from each other. But yeah, so I've been I've been poopy. <laughs> I've been a poo I've been a gloomy poopy boy uh, for for a little while now. But I'm I'm okay. And I just wanted to get on here and say that um, today for this episode of for you know maybe maybe you're able to relate to to me a little bit with some of this. Maybe you're not able to, but this uh, show was always intended for me for it to be some sort of uh, audio journal for me and. Um, a resource to help other people maybe because I think transparency is important especially in times like these where things are difficult and there's no point in any of us putting up facades you know I used to pronounce that word as facade <laughs> anyways um, yeah um, the um, be before we, before we end off here, the one thing I do want to mention, I don't have any, I feel bad because I'm only mentioning this, but I'm not giving you any resources, but I will find some and put them in the description. Um, but there's been a, and this makes me sad. There's been a rise of, um, anti-Asian hate crimes in the States. Um, I'm sure many of you have heard if many of you have not heard. Um, the, it turns out that the presence of a major, um, a major political figure with a large amount of reach constantly spewing anti-Asian hate rhetoric and comments rubs off on people in such a way that the anti-Asian hate crimes go up by a staggering amount. Who would have fucking thought? Um... A grandfather shoved in San Francisco and a man slashed while riding the subway in New York City. Uh, Vicha uh, Ratna Pakti, an 84-year-old Thai man living in San Francisco, was violently shoved to the ground by a 19-year-old and subsequently died from injuries on January 31st. Noel Quintana, a 61-year-old Filipino-American man, was slashed from ear to ear across his face with a box cutter on a New York City subway train in early February. A 52-year-old Asian woman in Queens was shoved violently to the ground and required stitches in her head in an attack caught on surveillance camera that rapidly made the rounds on social media before the suspect was identified. Um, hate crimes up 97% overall in Vancouver last year. Anti-Asian hate crimes up 717%. A lot of Asians are being blamed. Uh, Asian Americans, Canadian, you know, American Asians, Canadian uh, Asians are being blamed uh, willy-nilly for them being the sole reason that COVID has been spread. Regardless of what is true or false, because I don't think we'll ever truly know the, uh, the uh, source or the cause of how quickly uh, COVID-19 has spread. Uh, what has been spread is xenophobia, racism, and hatred by a major political uh, figure constantly spewing the words Chinese virus. 
Um, this has rubbed off and ingrained in many, many, many individuals, which has led, I'm sounding like a fucking newscaster right now, but basically when you have somebody who's, who has power and who has influence and is constantly spouting off shit, that's not true. Uh, people don't want to do the fucking research. People are not going to do the fucking research. People are just going to blindlessly believe and follow. We've seen this. We are seeing this happen. So it's no surprise really to anybody. And it's fucking sad that it's no surprise that anti-Asian hate crimes have gone up. Um, yeah, I... You know, I... How I, I don't understand how how stupid you have to be to look at somebody who's lived in the United States of America their entire life and tell them to go back to where the fuck they came from. Tell me how stupid do you have to be? Tell me how do you not understand that the world is changing and evolving and mixing in many different ways and the fact that majority uh most of the population in the united states of america and canada are not from there you're all fucking immigrants it'd be one thing it would honestly and i'm not advocating for any kind of hate whatsoever let's get that straight but it honestly would shock me surprise me even if there was an ounce of education, these people committing these crimes, if they were only limiting it to people who came or originated from China. But they wouldn't be able to fucking tell because they wouldn't even take the time to figure out whether what they're speaking is whatever or whether they're even from where where they're from. They would never take any of the time or effort to even learn to distinguish the 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 places. I don't I don't I, they just see Asia as one big glob. That's what I think. It makes me upset because I've had a few classmates, um, had conversations with classmates who were verbally assaulted uh, on transit for just existing. And they've grown up in Canada their entire lives. But because from the very beginning, this has been labeled as a Chinese virus by a prominent political figure who looks like a fucking Cheeto dipped in a fucking bowl of dust be nice to people please lead with compassion you can only deal with you can only deal with ignorance through education but sometimes there's no time or a place or energy to deal with these people and you just have to survive I, I, I wouldn't know what to do I wouldn't know how to survive but sometimes that's all you can do um, yeah I, I'm, I'm not the most coherent right now because um I unfortunately don't have too many resources for anybody, but I will put some in the uh, description. And also, also, um, this is very important because I was seeing some of this going around on TikTok. I might actually do an episode on TikTok because I've been spending a lot of time on it over the last couple of weeks. Um, but there was this uh, one TikTok that I saw that was very informative, and I think it's important to repeat. Um, in terms of hashtags and in terms of talking about it on social media and in terms of promoting or raising awareness uh, is more appropriate to say um please don't use please don't use asian lives matter um it is very possible for human beings to care about two different things 
and argue for them at two separate times or even at the same time, but still manage to keep them separate. Just because an individual cares about one thing doesn't mean they don't care about the other thing. Um, Black Lives Matter, BLM, that's its own thing. What's happening, because you saying Asian Lives Matter puts it on the same level as reduces the impact of Black Lives Matter the same way that All Lives Matter does, Blue Lives Matter does. Um, And I believe, I don't know what the exact hashtags are or whatever, but the uh, abbreviations or the the slogans are there there are some that are already existing and 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 to help differentiate and keep it separate from what's happening with black people in america because we have two groups of minorities now being accosted from all fronts um in separate ways in ways that don't relate to each other but also in some ways do not in the aspect of making aware making them bringing awareness on social media but in in the fact that this is just oppression at, at, at its peak. This is just oppression at work against minorities who are just trying to exist, but they can't because somebody has spread hateful rhetoric and somebody else took it and ran with it. Now, hopefully that lit a fire under somebody's fucking ass and, and you're looking into trying to do something, but please be kind to each other. Wash your hands, stay safe, wear a mask, reach out to to your loved ones and, you know, Tell them how much you love them. Thank you very much for listening. As always, I appreciate you all. Please go ahead and go listen to the to the backlog of all these, all the different episodes I've done. I can't believe I've been doing this for a year, uh, almost a year, not a year, but I've been doing this for a very long time. Uh, it's it's only it's only been maybe like seven eight months, but it feels like a long time to me, and I'm still keeping at it. Uh, it's just that right now the creative juices are, are stuck because they're in my poopy poopy gloomy boy pants they're just there and i can't really get the creative stuff out or even have the the will to do it but here's here's this episode and here's to many more this month i appreciate you all very much truly you have no idea how much i mean that to anybody who does listen to anybody who's ever reached out and had a conversation with me about my show i care for you I appreciate that you take the time to listen to somebody like me, just a brown bearded dude on the internet with opinions. Take care. Bye.